overwhelmed by how my skins starved again for the cutting, for the breaking edge of glass again, how my wrists want to feel that sharp, bleeding relief and hemorrhage out of all this pain. And that's the razor edge of things right there. Our oldest daughter, she just laid it all out in stark details, how intimately familiar she is with the very same struggle and strangle of silent anxiety and lies of unworthiness that I've spent my entire life wrestling. I feel the door opening on my very own private nightmare, and I'm kind of gaping just to breathe. Keep holding on to the edge of the counter. Keep trying to stand. Keep trying to figure out how to hold on and let go. Feeling the weight of your failure feels worse than taking a knife to your own pulpy heart. When you somehow pass your brokenness onto your own people, why does it hurt in a way physical pain never could? And for weeks, I've been falling hard in hidden ways, in ways I can't even find words to speak out loud, and seen the depth of my own brokenness in ways I would never have imagined. There's this ember that's burning up my throat. The wheat's bending into the wind, moving with the wind. I don't know the way out of all this. I've changed. Life's changed, and I've changed the five years ago. I didn't know how to love or to feel love, had to count all the ways, a thousand ways, that God always loves me so I could even begin to learn how to let myself be loved. And somehow along the way, brushing up against hurting people and stories and places, I've changed into this woman who's embraced a love so large, it's broken my heart in a thousand aching places. Don't we all want to change? What do you do when it feels like everything's changed? It's a strange thing to find out your heart can explode with love and suffering and find out there can in ways we don't care to admit. I don't know the way to put all these broken pieces back into place. Maybe that's the point. Not one thing in your life is more important than figuring out how to live in the face of unspoken pain. Maybe this broken way is making something new. He is making all things new. So how do you silence the demon lies that won't stop crawling up the sides of your mind and really believe that? How do you bind up the slow bleeding of your one broken heart and still believe wounded warriors win? Still believe that there is no remission of sins or the crossing of finish lines without things getting downright bloody. Still believe that scars and wounds and broken places might become you and become who you are. And maybe this is how all the broken-hearted misfits finally fit. All I can feel is this unspoken brokenness splintering through me. What do you do if you're struggling to remember who you really are? I'm not enough for any of this. Not enough for anything I'm doing, for anything I'm facing, for anyone I'm facing. Not enough for my life. Standing here in the kitchen, looking out at the wheat fields, I don't know there will be this funeral and coffin coming. That there will be this diagnosis coming that would stick its face in ours and we'd never get to turn away. 
that even more desperately broken parenting days were coming. But I know a mother's labor and delivery never ends, and you have to keep remembering to breathe. I couldn't know yet the way to the higher up and deeper in that vulnerability would beg me to just break open and let trust in. Let the abundance of God in. I just know that old scars can break open like fresh wounds and your unspoken broken can start to rip you wide open and maybe the essence of all the questions is, how in the holy name of God do you live with your one broken heart? Cutting the thin whites of my inner arms through my gangly teen years was this silent scream for bloody answers. Cora Beth Martin. She'd cut her wrists on the sharp edge of the paper towel dispenser at the...